What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers. We are back with Sir Croakington. We're in Trithic. We're going to Blade Square. So the Griffin Ledge Alehouse, which is around the edge of it. Now, as far as alehouses in Trithics go, the antics that go, go on at the Griffin's Ledge are considered quite mild. The guard tower sitting only steps from the front door is much of the reason for the establishment's docile reputation. The alehouse is crowded and loud, filled with merry-laking locals and many mercenaries. Those paymasters come into the service of fame, Poland. Yes, yes, well, well, when you need, you need men quick. That's uh, what you got to do, apparently. I mean, well, you know, you train them in the normal way, but this is a medieval kingdom. We don't have formal police forces yet. So they're just... Half army? So let's buy something to drink. A particularly handsome man is serving briars of ales at a wooden table set against a back wall. What we what we having today, my lady? He says flirtatiously. Oh, he's uh, strange. <laughs> We've got cards and brown ale, a bowl or two of some rusty coloured thing from Chana, and of course her own brew, which baits both of them out. Oh, what? Just token for a map. Oh, what have you? Okay, since you've. Since you've made such a fuss about it, let's have the house brew. That cost me one gold. Oh no! How will I ever recover? The house brew is surprisingly satisfying. You detect a slight hint of honey in the thick, creamy brew. As you drink the ale, you manage to overhear a conversation between a group of men standing close by. Whoa. You've got thieves running everything, or you've got fae 
got Fane Poe and soldiers. Brought soldiers in charge. Just between, between us. Not sure which. Sure one's better than the other. When you finish your ale, you move off move off elsewhere. Where an ale house. Let's buy something else to drink. Well, I could strike up a conversation. The man blurs, blushes as you introduce yourself. But he manages to return the friendly greeting in kind. Okay. You're about to say something else to keep the conversation going. When suddenly he is overwhelmed by a slew of ale requests. You bid him a friendly farewell before moving off into the ale house crowd. Alright. Buy... Buy something to drink. The Charna Was Coloured Ale. You plunk down one gold token from a lot on the long table and snatch up the mug of frost covered ale from Charna, huh? which we went to in while doing Proving Grounds 2. A bearded man standing nearby nods approvingly and raises his mug to you before he empties its contents down. Its contents down his throat in one swift motion. He strides up and sets down the empty mug on the long table and crudely slaps you on the shoulder. Good stuff. Good ale, the charmer stuff, he says, wiping away some of the froth that managed to cling to his beard. You're from Trithic then, are you? Well, let's just introduce ourselves to the man. Don't want to miss out on a possible adventure. Well met, Sir Crokington, grins the man. Certainly his manner becomes quite serious. And he initiates a shoulder cross with you as if he's been neglecting protocol. He'll return the gesture as when I just jump on one shoulder. And yeah, we, we, we figured out how to do it. <laughs> I have a little, a little card explaining how. <laughs> The man introduces himself as Kalon and tells you he's a mercenary in the service of a man named Quirk. You learn that Quirk sold his services and those of his men to Thane Poland upon a wire from Trithic only a few weeks back. Ever since that time, they've mostly found themselves patrolling the city streets after dark, enforcing the newly imposed curfew. However, Kalon tells you that Quirk's been bestowed the task of dealing with the troublesome group of bandits that have been preying upon wither traffic south of the city. Quirk's offering 25 gold to anyone who signs on for the task, says Talon. Qualified folk only, mind you, but I think you fit the bill nicely. What do you say? It all goes down tonight. And you can tell by just the small amount of gold that this is a very early quest. Also, the section number is is 705. So it's one of the first few dozen quests in the game. But, it's still good. Accept the offer and sign up for the task. Claydon, Claydon leads you out of the outhouse, out of Blade Square, and down to the river docks, where you introduce to Quirik <coughs> and his 12-member mercenary crew. The men are busy loading their gear onto, the, onto a small barge. Quirk is a tall, intimidating individual with thickly muscled arms and broad shoulders. 
He has a dagger hanging from his belt and a short slung, short sword slung over his back. He exchanges shoulder cross with you. Kalon uh, explaining how, how how to do it just just then, and then explains the task at hand. Remember, Sir Crokington is a toad. But everyone tries not to bring it up, because it would be weird. <laughs> Carrick tells you that a particularly bold and bloodthirsty group of bandits has moved into the wilderness area several miles south of Twiffing, and have raided several river vessels over the last few weeks. The attacks have weighed heavily on the minds of all who use the river for commerce. They don't just wob the barges and boats, he says grimly. To kill everyone on board, or so is thought, for no one is ever found on the remains of the vessels. Robbers probably kill them and dump their bodies straight into the river. Oh, come on now, that's way too much. Come on, did you have to do murder, murder as well as thievery and piracy? The last barge to get attacked left the left this riverboard a week ago. They were all found dead. The barge was floating empty. And they'd hired a dozen armed guards before leaving town. You learn that Thor barges and three sizable boats have atta been attacked in this way over the past several days. Well, we'd better start dealing with that now. Kerrick indicates that he and his men are leaving at dusk on the barge of a merchant who's hired them not only to protect his cargo of wine, but also his life. And what sweetens the deal, says Quick, is a good is our good then friend Thane Poen has offered us a little extra incentive in the form of an early release from his service, with full pay to boot. He wants these wit with the pirates scourged once and for all. You look like you're up for a good fight, Sir Grunkison. Your share will be twenty-five if you're in. Okay, so I can I can go for it. I cannot go for it or use my diplomacy skills to negotiate a higher pay. Eh, nah, nah, nah. I just I don't want higher pay because it'll be a lot. It'll be more work for just ten extra gold, and I got plenty of gold. Solon's mission for twenty-five gold. Twerk slaps you on the back and welcomes you as a member of his crew for the task. As he goes off to make some final preparations on the barge, Kellon strides up and congratulates you on joining the mission. If you're needing any weapons or armour, I'll show you over to Blinky, he says. If not, we should board, a, board the barge now, wait for Cleric to, Cleric to announce his battle plan. No doubt we'll be casting off soon enough. Now... The thing is, I don't need new weapons and armour because I've got 300 MR and SP and 71 Neville Reserve. I am very well equipped indeed. I have no... I have only... Wait, okay, plate gauntlets are mundane, but... Yeah, that's. I only have one piece of armor left that's not magical, and that's our match plate. There is no way that anything he has is better than what I do. But, 
But when this game was, when this adventure was first launched, you may, you probably would get some improvement over it. Or, at the very least, the goals you get from selling it would be worth a lot more. But now it's nowhere near as necessary. So the only reason, only reason people do this is so they can rob them blind and sell everything. And I don't really feel like doing that. So I'm going to board the barge immediately. That's right. I'm giving up the extra pay and I'm not stealing all their weapons and armour. The barge casts off from Trithix Witherport just before midnight, beneath a thick ceiling of dark clouds, and begins a slow but steady southward course along the deep flowing Wither Twind. Crick has you stationed at the fore starboard of the barge, the merchant who owns the barge, and the wine that's being trans and the wine that's being transported on it is a fidgety man named Albion Tolls. He's made his way through all the critics mercenaries, you included. Thanks you many times over for your services. Wine's better with age, he remarks, but the casks on this bar have to sit in the port any longer, for fear of these wither pirates, I'll die in death's prison before I saw a single token of it. Merchant's regular crew of six bargemen seem especially thankful to such a well-armed company aboard. Alright, honestly, considering what's happened to the previous ships, probably going to try something anyway. In fact, I sincerely hope they do, because if they don't try anything, that just means they'll go for the next one. And also I get to kill bad guys. That's always fun. At the four-star starboard of the barge, your duty is to watch the white bank of the wither, and south the call to arms should you spot anything suspicious. Kurik has told everyone that once the bard is now to Trithic, it will be in the area that recent attacks have occurred. We won't be taken by surprise by these wither pirate scum, says the mercenary captain grimly. I'll see the wither ones wed with their blood before they harm another vessel on these waters. Nearly two hours since the barge began its slow journey south, Something in the shadows of the white bank catches your eye. Leaning over the barge's well, you peer into the darkness, attempting to discern what a small sh- shape moving through the witherside vegetation could be. Suddenly, the moon slips out from behind the blanket of dark clouds, and the entire wither bank is illuminated by its pale glow. A tall, lanky figure holding a long wooden pole stands close to the water's ledge edge. The figure appears to be watching the barge as it passes by. Okay. Hmm. Onimus. Without warning, a tremendous jolt sends a violent shudder the length of the barge, sending two of Quake's men crashing to the deck. You desperately claw at the barge's well in an effort to maintain your balance. Right. Picking a number. Bonus of 54. 20 from agility, 34 from seamanship, Gotta get 50 or more. I can not fail. It is literally impossible for me to fail. I'm just that good at seamanship. And I 
guess as a toad I'm sticky. That might help. But mostly the seamanship. I am good on boats. For some reason. Even though he's only been on a boat one time in a previous adventure. And that was a long time ago. But anyway, pick now. 153. Success. I... I am... <laughs> I could only do one point better. Yes, I totally, absolutely passed that. I'm not even shook. It takes a great deal of effort, but you manage to keep your balance. You quickly move over to offer a hand to one of the fallen men, who gladly accepts, using a bit of the telekinesis again, I guess. Yeah, just... Use telekinesis. Who gladly accepts. With your, with your support, he rises to his feet, ceremoniously duffing himself on this process. It's only then that he realises it's Croak himself. He thanks you and washes over to the edge of the barge and peers over the whale at the dark water below. Sorcery, he explains, his voice a mix of surprise and apprehension. You're somewhat taken aback when he turns to you and motions for you to join me at the whale. Funny thing, funny thing it is, Sir Crocoton, he says, when the might of the Wither Twin can no longer push along this craft. You look over the barge's well and are shocked to see the Wither speeding by the sides of the stationary vessel. You quickly scan the shoreline for any sign of the tall figure, but whoever it was is no longer there. Suddenly, Callan's voice rings out along the deck, raising the court quarter arms. Kirk wastes little time on sheaving the short sword slung across his back and turns afterwards at the direction of Callan's shouts. You heave the call to arms and prepare yourself for what could be immediate danger. Gliding gently out of the shadows at the weir of the barge is another barge substantially larger than the one you're on. Even though it's currently several hundred yards away can easily make out tall, dark shapes moving about on its deck. To arms! To arms! cries Kurik, waving his blade wildly above his head. We've nowhere to go now. Let them come. Let them have this wrath at the cost of their own blood! The mercenary leader's words are echoed along the deck by, by his crew as the shadowy barge continues its silent approach. Kurik orders the merchant and his crewmen to thaw the barge, pacing them furthest from the approaching craft. A couple of the crewmen draw daggers and demand to stand the ready with the mercenary captain's men. This isn't what you signed on for, barked Derek gruffly. Protect your paymaster and leave the dirty work to me and mine. Men much doubt they bargain for the fight they're going to get. He moved to the weir of the barge, taking up a position next to Kalon as she continued to watch the large vessel approach. Suddenly, the fleeting silence is shattered by an enraged roar that slails across the water like a thunderclap. A ner nervous murmur goes through all the ranks of Kurik's men. 
By the old father, they're forest trolls, squeaks Carrion in alarm. As the approaching barge looms closer in the darkness, you can indeed make out the shadowy shapes of a dozen massive humanoids moving about its deck. Another thunderous roar goes up from the approaching vessel. Well, I'll say old Prowan's getting his money worth from this one, says Carrick, pushing through his men to make himself closest to the nearing ship. Without warning, the approaching barge stops dead in the water. There, a bright flash of light. There's a bright flash of light, and instantly the entire deck is illuminated a bright yellow glow. There, amidst 14 hulking forest trolls, it's the largest human you've ever seen. Though not nearly as tall as the trolls around him. <coughs> the bearded man's obscene girth makes him nearly three times the size of Quirik. His massive hands are folded atop the hilt of a war hammer, the head of which rests at his feet. The bright yellow glow seems to animate from something that hangs on a chain about his grotesquely thick neck. In a deep... Blooming voice, he calls out, Greetings, fellow travellers. I, Lork, bid you welcome. Lork, the slayer. The slaver. Bitters, Query comes to his breath as he ponders his latest turn of events. Our luck just keeps getting better and better, wouldn't you say? Now. There's more detail on Lorg the Slayer, who, of course, Sir Crokins and Nicoric already know about, but you don't. Lorg the Slayer, although not alone in this barbaric and inhumane trade, Lorg is certainly the most feared of his slaver ilk. Standing at just over six and a half feet tall and weighing nearly 400 pounds. <laughs> he weighs. <laughs> He weighs nearly 400 pounds. Through. And through that doesn't put him in what would be considered great physical shape. Lorg possesses the strength which women usually attribute to beasts of the wild. In, in fact, it has long been rumoured that Lorg once broke the neck of a forest troll with his bare hands when he lost patience while disciplining the beast. Lorg... Lorg has long operated along the wild, lawless, northern Wysorlian coast and transported his unfortunate human plunder to be sold to the slaver's market in Keist. Slavery itself has long been outlawed across the entirety of the Broadlands, save in the land of Hagrigon. But such rulings being lit off to the likes of Lorg, especially in places as dangerous and Dangerous and lawless as the northern coast of our soul. Lorg was finally defeated in battle against a combined regiment of Titian border rangers and Walsillian knights. He managed to flee the battlefield and evade capture. It is rumoured that he now operates from a hidden stronghold in the, in the Fodian Mountains on the eastern Titian border. Lorg is a fierce combatant, though he will usually make his underlings do most of his dirty work. When he, when he is called upon to fight, he employs a large warhammer with deadly results. Alright, 
That guy has to go down. You shudder to think that one of the North Broadland's most infamous villains stands no more than a stone's throw from you, surrounded by a legion of savage forest trolls. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There is a moment of tense silence before Lord's powerful voice rings out again. We ask that you surrender your ship and yourself at once, he sneers. It would be a pity to foul the wither with the blood of pigs. The trolls surrounding Lord roar with approval, raising their massive fists into the air and snarling savagely. Yes, but indeed be a pity, shouts back Carrick. But if you turn about and leave these part, you'll be happy not to spill any of yours into it. The massive slaver's, slaver's face twists into a frown at the retort, and his barge once again lurches forward, floating rapidly towards its prey. Take them alive, screams Log. Above the savage howls of his troll legion. I want slaves, not corpses. Save the one to the head for me. You brace for impact and prepare. Prepare for battle as the slaver's vessel prowls forward on a collision course with your own. Let 
Let them bring the fight to us, shouts Kurek, tempting to boister morale. We shall earn our gold this day. So I've got three options. Use archery to take the initiative. Stand ready to defend the barge. Or abandon the barge and flee for your life. Uh, no, no, not doing that last one. That a guy like this doesn't get to live. So I'm going to shoot him. Use archery. It's 4 XP to archery, which was successful. Log wails in agony as your arrow bellows itself in his shoulder. He grimaces as he whips the bloodied shaft from his flesh. His flate-filled eyes are now fixed on you. Well, I assure you, the feeling is quite mutual. You have no time to dwell on this, however. You shoulder your bow and prepare for impact. Log's bard smashes into your own with tremendous force, staggering even the forest trolls, and causing you to nearly lose your balance. The impact also serves to break the enchantment that holds the barge motionless on the flowing river. The barge is once again carried downstream. As the first wave of trolls surges onto it, their massive hands swiping at the barge's defenders. You spin to your white and find yourself face to face with a towering forest troll. The nightmarish creature reaches forward with both of its powerful arms and attempts to grab hold of you. Uh, nope, nope, I won't be having any of that. Hmm. Pity I haven't done proving grounds four yet, or I could bond it. But, oh well. Just have to stab it instead. Stab! Right in the eye! Through the brain! Keep going! Out the other side! Dead in one go! 2xp. The troll hits the deck, splattering thick black blood across the timbers. Next to you, Carlon. Pitching. Carlon is pitching a fierce battle against one of the attacking trolls, when suddenly the beast knocks a sword out of the mercenary's hand. You're about to rush to Callan's aid, when you notice a, true, a troll moving to strike Kirik's unpe unprotected back. Okay, I can run, or I can shout a warning to Quick, that's all I can do now, and rush to Callan's aid. Kirik spins round and deals the approaching troll a savage blow severing its hideous head from its torso. He then charges back into the fray at the head of the barge, where his crew is battling hard against a raging quartet of trolls. You witness all of it, however, for for a split second you've thrown yourself between Kalon and his monstrous foe. Ready to fight, while the mercenary scrambles to retrieve his weapon. This is a forest troll, and I'm going to fight it. The troll wars and tries to grapple with you. Alright, keep going. The troll slaps you to the stone-hard hands. But it doesn't do any damage because I'm not... I'm in a completely different place. And... Nope. Oh, nope, nope. I missed it that time. But it gets a slap on me and... Knocks me about a few feet. But I just... Spring back in position. And slain. One more stab. 
And now it's just not got enough blood left. And it falls over. 2xp. Battle wages all around the barge. Kerrick and four of his men are locked in combat with a half dozen forest trolls. The head of the vessel attempting to stop the horrid beasts from advancing towards the merchants and his crewmen. You suddenly realise that Log is nowhere to be seen. Any hope that the villainous slaver has already been killed is dashed. The worm into sinister voice. Voice erupts on your right. You spin. You spin to see the massive slaver striding towards you. His face twisted into a cruel sneer. His heavy warhammer held at the weddy, ready to squat me flat. I still owe you for a shot for th- I still owe you a shot for the arrow, my friend. He sneers, clutching painful at his shoulder. He raises the mighty weapon and prepares to strike. Oh, I've been waiting for this for several minutes. Hold your ground and fight Lork. I wanted to kill you as soon as I learned who you were. <laughs> Three minutes, about five minutes ago, but still, fight Lork. You're now locked in combat with Lorg the Slaver. Out of the corner of your eye, you can see Carrick desperately trying to make his way to you. He's, white- he's fighting his way through the battle that wages on the deck. Hmm. Will that affect things, perhaps? Lorg the Slaver... He is wounded. I begin combat. I stab. He swings his warhammer on me, and he, he gets gets a bit of me, gets me a bit on the side. Six damage. Kurek has joined the fight. He brutally hacks at Lorg. You stab your enemy, and he swings his warhammer. Now I don't know what effect Kurek joining the fight has. Maybe it boosts my armor or lowers raises difficulty. But he hacks, I stab, log swim swings, do it again. And it, and he is slain. Alright, you go to wherever it is that bad people go in this theology. Sixty-nine XP. Log's bloodied corpse strikes the deck with such force that it actually managed to splinter several of the t- timbers. You and Kerrick stand over the slaver's lifeless form and smile lowingly at one another, for you have achieved the victory that has long eluded those who would seek to punish Log for his evil enterprise. The body of, a tr- of the troll slams into deck behind you, and you turn to witness two of Cleric's men finishing off the howling beast. The raving trolls, having witnessed the slaying of their master, trample over one another in an attempt to flee the battle. Two of them are cut down as they flee, while the rest either bound over the barge, wailing, or charge to it, and plunge into the dark water of the wither, water of the wither twins. Okay, now you just... You just go... Deep into the wilds and don't bother anyone, okay? I mean, you're underlings. I'm not that concerned with making making you pay. You probably don't even know what slavery is. <laughs> A wailing cry goes up along the deck as the last of the trolls leap from the barge. 
Although Lorg and his although although Lorg and his twelve legion were defeated, victory did not come without a price. Five of Carrick's men were slain in battle, including Kalon. <sighs> well, that's a that puts a damper on it. Carrick says a prayer over each of the fallen before he orders their bodies be moved to the hold. They deserve proper burials. And I'll see that they get just that, he says grimly. The merchant and his crewmen, still visibly shaken from the violent encounter, move about the deck, thanking Carrick and his crew, including you, over and over. As Carrick's remaining crew works to push the carcasses of the controls overboard, the mercenary captain calls you over to Lorg's corpse. Ooh, I guess it's, uh, looting? Kerwick has wasted little time looting the dead slaver's body. He shows you a bulging leather money pouch, of which he tells you half is yours. That's 43 gold. The only other, the only other two items of interest beside the gold on Lorg's corpse is his mighty warhammer and the thick iron medallion that hang from a thick chain about his meaty neck. An elaborate battle scene has been carved on the head of the warhammer, while the medallion is in the shape of a raven's foot. Have your pick, says Kerrick, waving his hand over the two items. That warhammer sure looks like a nasty piece, but heavy as an ox to be sure. Gone now then. You take one, and I'll take the other. Any one you like. Okay, so I can look at these. I can do. I can take the Warhammer or the Medallion. I can't. There is no way to get both. Because, well, that'd just be disrespectful, wouldn't it? So I can use Divination, Law, or Lacania to get some clues about what these items are like. Let's go at law. Let's look at law. You successfully used used a law skill. You restore you recall the story of Jast, a legendary warrior many times larger and stronger than even the largest man of his time. He is said to have wielded a hammer so mighty no man but he could hope to lift it. You recall that legends tell you that he died at the Battle of the Red Tower, where it took the entire undead army of Dorlith the Necromancer to defeat him. So you are no way certain that the large warhammer is the weapon of Jast. You take your knowledge into consideration when choosing which item you will take. Alright, there's a few links to click here. Jast. Jast is a warrior of legendary status, who spent his life attempting to defeat the forces of Dilareth the Necromancer, a powerful mage who wielded a dark and terrible spellcraft. Jast's weapon was a mighty warhammer, much too heavy for all save the strongest humans. It's said that none but Jast ever succeeded in lifting the weighty device. Okay, well that's way too busy, big for me then. Just met his fate at the Battle of Dread Tower, where he is said to have taken on the undead army of Dolorath single-handedly. 
Much of Jas's life and deeds have given way to an exaggeration over hundreds of years since his death. And there has never been any account of what has become of his mighty war hammer. Hmm? Curious. Alright, Battle of Dread Tower. No, no, no law entry for that. Duleth the Necromancer. There is an entry for that guy. Duleth, a shadowy mage whose life history has become entwined among various legends, is said to have ruled the area of Northern Swift, now known as the Central Borderlands, many centuries ago. From high within the Dread Tower, Duleth is said to have commanded a powerful legion of the undead who did battle with the West with armies of men, secured for the evil mage a wane that lasted over a century. Jolaf's arch-enemy was the warrior Jast, whom he finally defeated at the Battle of Dread Tower. Many mages have sought, have sought the wounds of the Dread Tower and the hills surrounding the city of Aspir, for they believe that Jolaf's tower may have contained magical secrets unknown to present-day spellcasters. The remains of the tower have yet to be discovered. Okay. Now, is Jorleth the neck? Yes, he is. Yes, he's on the he's on the A to Z list. But Battle of the Dread Tower is not there. He just never got round to. He just never got round to adding that law book entry, and it's never referenced again, so it's understandable. I mean, I like it, but I don't think it's worth really kicking up a fuss about. Anyhow, so Warhammer or Medallion? Now. Sir Crokington can't use hammers because they're too big. Yes, he would have to use telekinesis and things to swing it around. That would be way too much work. And so the obvious, so that means it's got to be the medallion. Also, uh, mechanically speaking, medallion's the better option because you can trade it for a discount to something. That would otherwise cost you more ATs in the future. So select the medallion. Reach down and scoop up the Raven's Foot medallion. It dangles from a thick chain. Let's have a look at it. Yeah? It's armor neck. It has an encumbrance of two. It's magical. It has no stats at all. And so apparently whatever it does, we don't know it. It probably does something. Maybe this was the medallion that stopped the boat. I mean, I imagine so. I mean, that does look like the kind of thing that would... Although, maybe that sticky was using did it either. Hmm. Well, it must do something. It must do something. It's just... Maybe it's just something that's not of any particular use to adventurers. And it's like, maybe it can use, maybe you can use it to tell the difference between pewter and silver. That'd be that'd be useful to a pirate. Or maybe it does something 
to something utterly dastardly that helps with this being a slaver. In which case, I want nothing to do with it. I'm just going to put it. I'm going to just store it in there, store it in some residence, and forget about it until I can trade it for the thing. Carrick hoists up the mighty war, weighty warhammer, and smiles with prize. I'll take a great man greater than me to wield this nasty piece, he says. Still, I wager she's worth a fair bit of gold. In the hold of Lorenz Barnes, Carrick's men discover that the 30 prisoners the cruel slaver has managed to capture this recent attacks on wither traffic. Carrick and his men, and you, bid the merchant and his crew a farewell and move aboard the barge once occupied by the slaver and his trolls. It takes a while, but eventually Coex's men manage to get the bar barge to shore where everyone, including the more than 30 prisoners, disembark. While, while some of his men tend to a few of the wounded prisoners, Carrick calls you over and makes good on the payment that he's owed you. Alright, that's 25 gold. And I've also got 16 XP to general. Can't thank you enough, Sir Croak, he says, placing his hand on his shoulder. I could think of no one better to have by my side in a pinch than you. Several of the former prisoners that Lark had kept cruelly in the hold were actually the crewmen of the barge that the slaver and his and his legion of trolls had commandeered. Of course he did. They happily prepared the vessel for travel, and with a crew of twenty, the former prisoners head off along with the twinch towards their original destination. You make you make the lengthy journey back to Triffitt with Cleric's crew and the remaining former prisoners. When at last you arrive at the city, you part ways with the masteries. Take care, Sir Crokington, says Cleric as you depart. Should our paths ever cross again, I would not hesitate to take up arms with you. May the All-Father watch over you. And may all your battles be victories. Oh, I'm sure they will be. Kurek and his crew depart, and you're left standing just inside the gates of the city. And here we are. We're in the gates of Trithic City. So. That brings us... Now. There's definitely some other stuff going on in the Trick Griffin's Ledge Alehouse. So... I guess, guess next week we'll just see what those are. Because last time we saw some people in the in the common room or the back room. Anyhow, there's definitely stuff going on there. So that will be that will be the ne- next next episode's adventure, whatever that leads to. But until then, farewell, fellow. Adventurous. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.